like the number of people who came off the the one elevator whose door was open we were like how many like is there a door behind the elevator that we can't see that there's just a stream of people coming back everybody to this week's bonus episode of the dcl duo podcast brought to you by my path unwinding travel and we are continuing the conversation with rainy and robin two of our favorite guests uh they made our facebook group for an 11 night sailing southern caribbean sailing on the fantasy just wonderful so we love having them on as guests welcome back both thanks for continuing the conversation with us Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for having us. And Sam, Sam, are you still there, or did you? Uh, I'm still here. Did you? No, did you sleep here. away? Were you like, I'm out of here? I'm, I'm no, my 90, I'm my contract here. specifies 90 minutes, and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I did run out of Tobo Chico, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You'll die of thirst. You'll die of thirst. Well, we want to talk a little bit about the wish uh, because Robin got a chance to sail on the wish after her cruise on the fantasy. And we noted in rapid fire that Robin did not have any favorites from <laughs> from the wish. So we are so curious. Uh, and we want to hear from Rainy about what uh, what she might be looking forward to. If she she's planning to sail on the wish in the future uh, or not. Uh, and so let's start with Robin. I want to hear you sailed on the wish. Remind folks about the itinerary. And then can you give us like three things that you thought were just really outstanding on board the wish? Sure. The itinerary, it was a four night from Port Canaveral. It went to Nassau, then Castaway Key, and then it had a sea day then before coming back to Cape Canaveral. Three things that I absolutely loved about it. It's gorgeous. There, it, It's just stunning when you walk into it. The atrium is another story taller than the other one. And it's just, it's, it's absolutely, I mean, it's, it's stunning. Number two, the food on the Lido deck is better than any of the other four ships food on the Lido deck, even coming from a vegetarian's point of view where I love on like the other four, you can go to whatever's Tomaters Grill and the equivalent and you can get the vegan sausage or you can get the vegan black bean burger. But the, so the food I thought was way above everything on the other four on the pool deck. Let me think. What's the third thing? I don't, I mean, I love dark. I liked, I liked dark cabin better on the wish than I did on the fantasy. I don't know. I had such a, I tried not to compare and contrast, but it was really difficult since we had been on the fantasy. We had two days in Cape Canaveral and then we went on the wish. So it was, I was comparing both every single time. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's the perfect way to compare them. It's immediate, you know, knowledge. It's not like you're comparing from a cruise, you know, six or, you know, 10 or 12 months ago. You're, you're comparing days in between. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about the rainforest room, Robin? Did you get a chance to go to the one? I think you mentioned, I can't remember if it was you or Rain, you mentioned buying passes. I'm curious if you went to the one on board the Wish and compared it at all to the one you've been to on the Fantasy. It was it was raining because I've never done the rainforest room. Um, I actually thought about it for this one because I really was intrigued by the whole outdoor space, but it's expensive and you had to buy it for the week. And you know, it's a brand new ship. I didn't want to spend my whole entire week in one or four days, I guess, in one spot. I that wasn't something I was interested in. But I did think of my third thing that I thought was so much better, and that's the pirate party. 
Oh yes. The pirate party is so much fun. The whole parlay, it's it's so much fun. I also think the fireworks out of that party are just way better, like than the ones on the other ships because they've got double the fireworks going. Yeah, off. yeah, because they come so out of cool. two locations instead of one location. And it's, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's fabulous. What about the? Uh, you mentioned the food on the pool deck. I'm curious. Did you think the food in main dining was better than what you had on the fantasy? No, I don't. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Well, so I, I was actually thinking like you that the food might have been better because there are obviously at least there's new stuff, right? For, for especially for a vegetarian, there's different stuff. So at least you got some new dishes, but you didn't you generally didn't like the food in main dining. Well, the, like so the pirate menu is the same as on the other one. So actually, so I ordered the same thing and it was better on the fantasy. The noodles oh, and the noodles were totally undercooked. And that was something that a couple of people said in my group is that rice was undercooked or noodles were undercooked. I really did enjoy, I think my favorite thing was the vegetarian thing at Arendelle. It was a potato lefty and that was really flavorful and it was diff- it was much different than anything else I've ever gotten on any of the cruise ships. Having, having heard Robin's description, possibly listened to some of our episodes done a little research of your own and maybe even talked offline with Robin. What, what, what are you? <laughs> we were texting while she was on the ship. Yeah. So let me, <laughs> let me start with the, the, the high level question. Do you plan to go on the wish? I really thought I was going to. And as the plan started coming out, some of the spaces did not appeal to me. And, you know, I'm very calendar driven. So honestly, if the only ship, the only itinerary that was leaving at a time that we could go was the wish, we'd probably go on the wish. But based on some of the things I've heard from Robin and some other people who had been on the wish right before they got on the fantasy, for sure, the cabins look beautiful. And for sure, it's different. And the, and the main hall looks gorgeous. I don't know if it's enough to really motivate me to run to book it. It's also more expensive. So I will say, you know, we loved it. I'm going to full disclosure for folks uh, who have not listened to our other episodes of coverage on on The Wish. Brian and I loved it. We really did. Were there downsides? Yes, there were some. We, we had some criticisms, some feedback we would give to Disney of things to change. But we, we definitely feel like the ship is an upgrade. The biggest negative for us, though, is obviously the itinerary, just that it's, you know, three and four sailings. We don't, I mean, we, we're doing several back to backs now that we've got planned on the wish because we really liked the ship. We didn't, we hadn't originally planned on doing that. We were originally planning on uh, hitting other ships and actually going on some of the competitors. But then we, we really did love the wish and the spaces and, and the food, to be perfectly honest, I will totally agree with you, Robin. The biggest upgrade on food for us was the food in on the on the deck. The deck food is fantastic. Well, and look, the beauty here is there are four other ships. So if you don't really like the wish, you got four other ones you can sail on. Plenty of people who like to sail the classic ships and don't want to get on yep. the dream of the fantasy still. So exactly, I feel like I'm those people now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action to thank our amazing show sponsor over at My Path Unwinding Travel. We have really come to love all of the agents over at My Path Unwinding Travel who you've heard on this show. So many of their agents have been on the show sharing their great experiences with concierge sailing, adventures by Disney, and just unique sailings across the Disney portfolio. And so have really come to rely on their expertise as we think about our own vacations, questions we've had about sailing concierge for the first time, questions about unique itineraries, and they are just 
so knowledgeable, so friendly, so giving of their time. My Path and Wedding has some fabulous Facebook groups out there that you can join around concierge sailing, the Disney Wish, the Disney Treasure, just all kinds of great groups where they answer questions from people who haven't even booked vacations with them. So love, love, love the great experience, expertise, friendliness of My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you are thinking about booking your next Disney Cruise Line vacation, maybe been thinking about taking the leap and upgrading to concierge or have been eyeing some special adventures by Disney trip or really just want to benefit from the knowledge and expertise that a great travel expert can provide, highly recommend heading over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL Duo sent you. And with that, back to our episode. So Robin, after having experienced the wish, what are three things you want to make sure Disney does differently on ship number six? I would like for them to rethink the entire aft adult area. I don't like how, I mean, I'm sure it's great if you like the rainforest, but it, it, it was always empty. Every time we walked by it, it was completely empty. So I felt like made you made that section so people couldn't pave to go there in case it was too crowded at the adult pool, which it always was. The infinity pool is really nice. Um, I never went in it because it was completely packed every single time, but it looked, it's beautiful. I like how it's right on the back end. There's no kids that can walk through. They have a cast member basically standing there. And if a kid walks up, they were turned away, um, which I do like that versus like where the, on the, on the other ships where, you know, you kids, because the elevators are right there. They're always constantly running and walking through. That was, I like that, but I would like them to rethink Space. It needs. It's just for as many people on that ship. It's not big enough. The other thing is, I would like to rethink the the Luna, the tube, or the you know where you're going to have your adult show or your adult games right before the show or anything. I don't like the fact that it's two levels. I don't like the fact that the second level is open to the hallway. And I don't like how the seating is like on the fantasy where the seating is like stadium seating. It's gradient. So you can if you're sitting all the way in the back, you can have a still have a pretty clear view of the stage. And it's not that case in Luna on the Wish. And if you're on the upper level, yeah, they'll, they have TVs like on the little booth. But there were plenty. The, the reason why I would like them to think about the having it open to the hallway is my daughter, who's 20 got stopped by and was kind of rudely talked to by a cast member to make sure she was over 18 because she was standing there and watching it through the window and, and watching an adult, like one of the, the shows. And she, they, you know, are you over 18? You can't be here if you're not over 18. And that's my biggest thing is that, well, you know, it's open. How do you, how are you going to actually enforce that? Yeah. Well, they were making them move if they were under, but I'm like, so you're now going to ask your cast members to be the police of the over 18 year olds. So they can't walk through the hallway. Yeah. That's well, that's the movie. Dumb. The movie theaters are right there too. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's, like, yeah. You, well, and, and if you're walking to one of the elevators, you, you have, you know, I, I have to agree with you. I like Luna as the two story space. So I, I'll disagree with you on the two story part. But I will totally agree with you on the openness of it. I actually think it was silly to make it open because it, I think, makes less likely for there to be funny adult stuff going on in there because there might be kids walking past. And if you're going to leave it open, you can't really police it and you can't really keep kids out of that space. So, um, yeah, I think that was, um, I think having it open was probably the bigger mistake of those two things. But. And it's, it's 
it's very, I mean, with it being open, it's very loud. My husband was in the keg and compass. The other thing is that there's no drink service on the second level. You have to go get your own drinks where I think Disney missed an opportunity right there. So he walked into the keg and compass while the lady was singing and you couldn't hear yourself in the keg and compass because her singing was so loud coming from Luna that they were like, oh my God, can we shut the door or something? Because this is, it, it was, yeah, I was, I, I didn't like that at all. We were in, weren't we in Keg and Compass when they were doing bingo, Brian? And we had the same issue. It was like super, we had heard the super loud um, voices coming from bingo. It was, and it was kind of annoying too, because we were just kind of trying to relax and have a drink in Keg and Compass. Yeah. And I guess I think my third thing, and this doesn't affect us personally, but I can empathize, empathize with other people is that the elevators are not, there's no way they're big enough. So many times we would see the doors like close on somebody who was in a wheelchair because they couldn't get out fast enough or in fast enough because it's it's not wide enough and it's barely wide enough. I don't know how it can fit any sort of standard or any sort of accessibility. I think I have a friend who has a daughter in a wheelchair and I keep thinking, I don't know how they could even go on this ship because how they're going to get in and out of this elevator is beyond me. There's no way it fits 20 people. We had several times we were in the elevator with like 10 people and it was way too crowded. I don't know about that. If only because there was one time that Nathan and I were trying to walk in a door in the elevator lobby we saw the doors open for an elevator and it was like a clown car. Yeah. You, you'd <laughs> like be the number of so- people who came off the, the one elevator whose door was open, we were like, how many, like, is there a door behind the elevator that we can't see? <laughs> There's just a stream of people coming. It was, it was like we stood there, for, it felt like forever waiting for everyone to clear out. So like, I think it holds a lot. Yeah. I don't think it holds 20, but I did hear that when we were on that there, there was an elevator and there were like 17 people like squeezed into it. But I agree with you. The, the elevators are small and I don't know about the um about the accessibility issue we you know we did not have a full sailing of course and you probably didn't have a full sailing either and so i I also wonder if if it's if it's an issue when they're not at full capacity you know or fully booked i should say it could definitely be an issue you know i like i said i i don't know it's just i hadn't thought about it but that's a really it's a really interesting point you bring up and i only i you know it only came to mind because we would be in the elevator and we would see somebody try to get on or or off, like I said. And in the Facebook group that I was in, there was exact issue several times for two people in that group. And I remember we were joking at one time and I, you know, uh, one of my friends, her son, they surprised us and came with us. I know it can fit 20 people because he said, oh yeah, we, we got a bunch, we got 21, 18 to 20 year old, like the 18, 20 group. And I was like, okay, I don't, I like you, but I don't want to be that close to you. So no. (laughs) Well, it doesn't sound like Robin is bolting back to the wish anytime (laughs) soon. And Rainy doesn't have plans to go at this point. So, uh, well, there you have it. (laughs) 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 We'll catch you on the fantasy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it might be a minute before we get on the wish. We just, you know, there were people who, who liked, I mean, I can see where people would love it. There was just so many more not loving things for me that we're, we're just going to go, you know, 
if I'm going to go on Disney, it's going to be on one of the others. I think also when you've been on as, as many Disney cruises as, you know, all of us have been on conglomeratively, you're comparing, you have your favorite things and you want them to continue that. But I think, a, you know, a first time cruiser would probably be absolutely astounded by the wish. You know, if that's your first Disney experience. And so I, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, we have our favorites now. I also think um, if you have younger kids, the kids club on the wish is just next level. It's just better. I will never see it. <laughs> yeah, well, you can you can see it in open house. OK, you know, go on. Go to, when you when you do sail on the wish, Rainy, you're going to go to the, the open houses because you have to of check course. it out. It's really, really it. it it, the, honestly, we we joke about, you know, the hyperspace lounge and we, we Brian and I are both like, it's fine. It's not great, though. I feel like it got hyped up to be this really awesome thing and it's not that great. But the kids club Star Wars room is like so freaking cool. So, yeah, they they did like they have all these like animatronics and stuff. It's just it's yeah. The kids club Star Wars area is cooler than the I'll call it adult <laughs> Star Wars area. So. There are things that we don't get to really do as adults that the kids get. And I, I do think that they really, I think the the family pool deck stepped it up a notch. Um, that's probably, you know, not as important to you guys with older kids. Although, frankly, on the, on the wish, you might actually spend time on the family uh, pool deck instead of in the adult pool deck. But yeah, the the kids club is is at a different level. So anyway, that's just sort of my my recommendation to folks out there who maybe haven't uh, been on it uh, or haven't been on a cruise before. The Wish has some great things and it caters maybe to a different audience, though. Well, I really I agree with Robin 100 percent. I really hope that they upgrade the adults pool area on the back of the ship because that thing was not great. Uh, and I would love to see I thought it was gorgeous as well, but I'd love to see it change. So it's a little bit more. It's just bigger. It needs to be bigger. Um, it needs to be a bigger area. So, well, with that, Rainy, Robin, thank you so much again for coming on. And uh, we can't wait to see you out there sailing again. But thanks for your time today. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. As always, thank you so much out there for listening to our bonus show this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. So you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. And if you leave us a written review, we will read it on the air in our main show each and every week. We love connecting with you, our listeners, and hearing your feedback. So head over there, leave us a review. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also connect with our show via our voicemail line. If you'd like to send us a question, a comment, or otherwise have us address your feedback on the air, then just leave us a message at 402 413 that's 402-413-5590. If you'd like even more great content from the DCL Duo, you can always browse to youtube.com slash DCL Duo for our vlog. If you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for making this show happen each and every month. We also really appreciate our amazing show sponsor, My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney vacation, head over to www.mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL Duo sent you. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of Disney Cruise Line or the Disney Company. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.